BMW. The 77 percent. Hi there, you are listening to the 77% on DW, Germany's international broadcaster. My name is Mimi Mefo. At the time when many Africans are questioning the possibility of greater integration within the continent, a new trade war between Ghana and Nigeria is threatening this economic vision. We hear from a Ghanaian who thinks that Nigeria is to blame. Because the Nigerian government took a decision of closing its borders, and actually, it was really hurting some Ghanaian businesses. If you Nigerians have taken up this decision, then why should you come and trade here too? But I think it's a bit harsh. I think they should come down a little bit. But in Nigeria, a trade union leader says the market space is open to everyone. He's, however, of the view that West African leaders are not doing enough. So in a situation where the citizens are no longer seeing themselves as part and parcel of ECOWAS, then there is something wrong with regional integration. And therefore, all the institutions of ECOWAS must rise up, including the ECOWAS Court of Justice. Is it purely an ECOWAS situation or a similar challenges been perceived within the East African bloc? We shall hear from citizens in Kenya. I'm half Kenyan, half Tanzanian. And the worst thing that has happened to me, I can't cross to Tanzania and neither my family cannot cross from Tanzania to come to Kenya to visit me. And uh, I regret about this uh, border has been closed because I'm seeing other people are able to cross to Tanzania and my question is how? DW's Isaac Kaleji in Ghana would be coming in later on the program with a debate on the ensuing diplomatic row between Nigeria and Ghana. We'll get to hear what some young people think about the subject. This is the 77% show and as always you can drop your comments on our DW Africa Facebook page. The political situation in Mali has been at the center of ECOWAS's recent public engagements. But could these have taken away their attention from other issues affecting the bloc? The current standoff between Nigeria and Ghana over trade relations has so far received no comments from ECOWAS, whereas the bloc's protocol advocates for free trade among member states. The two West African powerhouses have traded barbs over Nigeria's national's alleged mistreatment in Ghana. Nigerian authorities have accused Ghana of harassing its citizens who are engaged in business activities in Ghana. On its side, Ghana has alleged that Nigerian traders were conducting businesses without proper authorization. Ghana's law stipulates that a foreigner must invest at least $1 million in capital to operate. In a recent meeting, Ghana's president told Nigerian Speaker of House of Representatives he would seek to amend the law. But Ken Okoa, president of the National Association of Nigerian Traders, told DW that regional integration is at stake, urging African leaders to seriously address the matter. There is no restriction 
sanctions that I know of uh, that Nigeria has imposed on any foreign trader. There are many nationals who are doing business here in Nigeria. Nigeria runs a very free society where you have citizens of many countries. We have many traders from Ghana, from Cameroon, outside the shores of West Africa, who are doing their businesses here in Nigeria. Neither the government nor our union has ever come up to target any one of them. We need to look at the you know, this subject very clearly. Uh, in Article 64 of the ECOWAS Investment Code, which says that every investment code, including the GIPC Act, must be subject to the ECOWAS Investment Code. I, I think it's important that ECOWAS members in the countries should rise up and deal with this matter once and for all, resolve this matter. If they don't wake up to resolve it, we will wake up one day to see that there's nothing like Equus any longer. People are getting fed up. So a situation where the citizens are no longer seeing themselves as part and parcel of Equus, then there is something wrong with regional integration. And therefore, all the institutions of Equus must rise up, including the Equus Court of Justice. That was the president of the National Association of Nigerian Traders, Ken Okohade, speaking. This topic got reactions from many of you as we ask for your contributions on our DW Africa Facebook page. Yao Baochi, for instance, says that I do not think that's a problem. The government of Ghana is only applying its domestic laws. Let the Nigerian government also do same, at least for the common good of the people. What necessitated Nigerian closing of its borders? Were they not protecting their own sovereign wealth? Duamena Hansen on its part thinks that both countries are sovereign and have their laws governing them. The report in Ghana, he continues, is that Nigerians are not trying to abide by the Ghanaian laws and they are being sanctioned. And finally, this one from Justin Cortez who says that the Ghanaian government needs to go back to the ECOWAS protocols. Thank you for your comments. This is the 77% your show. And I would like to hear what you think. Keep the comments coming in. Humanity. Screams to be free. But fails to see. The change of order need be. Because of love. Ain't nothing free. Nothing on earth in the universe is free. All must follow. Now, let's head to Ghana where tensions between the traders began. Ghana is hosting thousands of Nigerian business people and its authorities have dismissed claims that Nigerians are being targeted. DW's Isaac Kaleji there now looks at what young people have to say about this. Good day to you, Isaac. Thank you so much, Mimi, and I want to welcome our listeners to Accra, Ghana for this debate, the 77% debate. We are looking at the trade war between Ghana and Nigeria, how this came about and who is right or wrong and how to resolve this whole tension that is brewing between Ghanaians and Nigerians, especially in the trading centers in the country. And, and it's not just the trading centers that we're having this tension, but it is beginning to spread across the country. I have Emmanuel Oscar Ugo, who is a Nigerian. He's been living in Ghana for years now. I also have Damielolo Senano, who by the name tells you 
he is half Ghanaian, half Nigerian. I also have Josephine Yabua, who is a Ghanaian, Mohamed Hamidou, who is also a Ghanaian, for this debate. Let's first start the debate by taking a look at how all of you feel about this whole uh, trade war that is ensuing between Ghana and Nigeria. Let's start first with Josephine. The friction has actually caused some tension and it's not really fine because the Nigerian government took a decision of closing its borders and actually it was really hurting some Ghanaian businesses. I think these were some of the actions that sprouted up on the part of the Guta. So I think it was just because their businesses were hurt, the Ghanaian businesses were hurt and it was affecting them and they feel that if you Nigerians have taken up this decision, then why should you come and trade here too? But I think it's a bit harsh. I think they should come down a little bit. Damilolo, how do you also feel about what is happening? First of all, it is not healthy. We all know that Nigeria and Ghana have a certain relationship, I mean, from way back. Um, so it's not healthy, but um, at the end of the day, there are certain things that, you know, going on that is causing There's a root, and it's that root we have to tackle. Um, what I feel, in my opinion, I think it started when Nigeria closed their borders sometime late last year. And... I mean, our president tried to reach out to their president to see reasons because it affected, I mean, all the countries on that line, Togo, Benin, especially Ghana, because of the kind of trade that goes on along the borders. So I'm thinking that it all started from there, the tensions, because I don't understand, probably they didn't understand why Ghanaians cannot, you know, trade and Nigeria has closed their borders for, I mean, they have legitimate reasons for closing it anyway, but because of that brotherliness, it was supposed to be minimal. And now you are doing business here freely. But so, what do you think is right if you look at the whole... Th I don't want to put it in a box where some, I will say somebody is right or somebody is wrong. I mean, everything they are doing is backed by laws and the law is there that any foreigner is supposed to have, I think, a million dollars equity capital to do retail business. And he must employ, I think, 10 Ghanaians as well. And, I mean, it's probably because the areas that are being targeted have more of Nigerians than every other foreigner. Because most foreigners deal in wholesale, but Nigeria, I mean, most Nigerians deal in retail, Lebanese, a few Lebanese and all. So I don't think there's a right or wrong, just that the, the right thing must be done, the laws must be followed. It's the Ghana government which failed to see all this fault from the beginning. Because from the beginning I said, what the Nigerian people were doing, that closing their borders because of people not coming to Ghana, or Ghana people not coming, by going to, the people were complaining bitterly about their trading. So like... Ghana government were relaxing, not saying anything about it. They should sit with the government of Nigeria, and then they see how they will solve that, and then their trade can go on. Let me hear from you, Oscar, as well. I think trying to find who is right and who is wrong is just going to build the animosity. Because we've all saw what happened when Sheung Shagari said Ghana must go, you know. When it's an issue of trade conflict, you may be at the, at the short end of the stick so it's it's sad both ways i just really really wished that the nigerian borders didn't close in the first place because i'm assuming that may be every fire has a flame and i feel like that, that may have been the first flame in all of all of this so the Ghanaians have been reacting by closing the shops in the markets is there any one of you who thinks that that approach is justified anyone let's hear from you what do you think about the approach by the Ghanaians? They think the Nigerians are too many yeah. and they're taking over their business. Do you appreciate the concern of Ghanaians? Yeah, 
I do very much and I understand them. If I were to be the one or if I were to be in the position of Guta, I wouldn't go to that extent because it's a harsh decision. Moreover, we have some Ghanaians in Nigeria who, has, who are also doing like businesses and all that. Well, shops being closed is not a problem. The problem would be the modalities required to open the shops because I've heard stories of people who have their taxes in check etc etc and they are still not able to open their shops i feel like when you're trying to regulate a market a market or an industry it's harder to find who is legal so what you do is you shut down everybody is there anything you think the nigerians can also perhaps do or what must they also be doing to ensure that we have this trade will calm down i'm not nigerian i'm a Ghanaian, typical Ghanaian from the north but let me tell you Ghanaians, we are not serious in business. Because Nigerian people, look, my brother, just go, take one CD. Nigerian person will say, okay, take. The same thing, Ghana person, they sell. You will say that five CDs, two CDs. Why? So I'm not saying, so please, they say just relax. And then march all their hunger to the government. And the government will solve their problem. It's not need, they should just be locking people's shops. It's all about strategy, you know. Uh, collaborate more, maybe. Maybe you have a law that says for every Nigerian director, there's a Ghanaian co-director. So it doesn't matter who is bringing the money in. The money is still being circulated. That's what a sovereign we focus less on strife and more on solutions. What are your concerns, all of you, about the implications for Africa integration and African trade if Ghana and Nigeria are not able to resolve this issue? I mean, the consequences will be that. <laughs> I mean, I, I will not say anything more than that because Nigeria has a very, very huge economy when it comes to African trade. Um, even if they're not doing more of manufacturing and all, but when it comes to trade, business, Nigeria has a huge economy. And if two African countries cannot have um, neutral grounds to do business, so if that doesn't happen, then there's a problem. We don't see to, to solve all this. It's going to make our economy, even said now we are even suffering. Now, typical uh, citizen, citizen cannot make a country a nation to grow with business unless somebody that who is in your your economy before your economy can grow so they should stop and then they should make another government will deal this thing with the nigeria and they will solve it once and for all yeah like um, my brother was also saying it can affect us ghana we are not economically stable and we actually take our sources from neighboring west african countries so if you we are not certainly going to solve issues we are not the government is actually not going to collaborate with the nigerian government to sort things out it's really going to affect us as a nation always remember for every nigerian you mistreat there are chances that his family over there in nigeria will mistreat a Ghanaian. it's just common sense it's just the need for peace and love and unity i'm sure that if guta and the nigerian traders we're negotiating better about how to have my, the money that comes into the market space circulates better. We would have found a resolve to this impasse by now. Another issue that is swelling this whole thing is communication. There's so much miscommunication. Nigerians should be made to understand that it is the laws that are being implemented. And the Ghanaians should also understand that, I mean, it, you have the right. You are in your country. It is your law but there's a way to go about it so that there's no tension well first of all open the borders for nigeria open the borders secondly help nigerian traders get 
legalized, if, if that's the word, help them go through the processes. I'm looking forward to the authorities or the Ministry for Trade. Let calm be restored. That's what I'm, I'm expecting. Thank you all for participating in this debate. I've been speaking to Emmanuel Oscar Ugo, who is a Nigerian, Damielolo Senano, who is a Nigerian Ghanaian, because he has parents from both countries, and then Josephine, who is also a, a Ghanaian, and Mohammed, who is a Ghanaian as well. We having a, we've been having this debate from Accra, Ghana. My name is Isaac Kanleji. Back to Mimi in Bonn for the rest of the program. Thank you, Isaac, for that debate from Ghana. As we just heard from one of the panelists there, the Continental Free Trade Agreement could go a long way to foster regional integration. But it seems the ECOWAS is not the lone block facing border crisis. Let's now listen to some young people in Kenya who think that COVID-19 has further complicated trade between them and their neighbors. I'm half Kenyan, half Tanzanian. And the worst thing that has happened to me, I can't cross to Tanzania and neither my family cannot cross from Tanzania to come to Kenya to visit me. And uh, I regret about this uh, border has been closed because I'm seeing other people are able to cross to Tanzania and my question is how? And me, being a peasant, being a normal Kenyan, I can't cross over and my family cannot cross over. You see now that one is a scenario of who do you know for you to get things done? For me, the worst scenario is that conducting business between Kenya and Tanzania and other countries like East Africa countries, we cannot trade between Kenya and them. The business will be worst eat because like for example you can see the business for fruits you can say in Tanzania they are well in farming for like fruits farming now you cannot get fruits from Tanzania and even in Kenya we cannot like sell goods to Tanzania so that's the worst scenario let me give you an example like you could get a banana with for five shillings but now a banana goes for 15 shillings so things have escalated to like think we are screwed because I don't think things will get back to normal. It will take time for things to get back to normal. Those are reactions from some young Kenyans who are speaking to DW's Andrew Wazike. That's all we had time for on this week's 77% show. You can listen to this show and other previous editions by visiting dw.com forward slash Africa. For more content on the 77%, check out our YouTube page videos on DW Africa 77%. We also have an article on our website, DW Africa, explaining the ongoing diplomatic torso between Ghana and Nigeria. You should check it out. And on behalf of the entire team that made this show possible, my name is Mimi Mefo. Catch up with another edition same time next week. And until we meet again, goodbye. Tu pars de ma vie, pas tu sortes Mais je suis piégé, mon cœur allait me note Désolé, Désolé.